I don't believe that balance exists. I believe it's wholeness. I'm whole to begin with, but I I have work to do. Wholeness to me is being able to be your own bridge to your heart, through your heart. In honor and preparation for our 100th episode of the Wholeness Network, I'm doing a throwback to 2019 where we sat down with our amazing advisory board and discussed the idea of wholeness and we explored the many facets of what wholeness is all about and we had a really hard time getting people to understand the idea of wholeness when we first started the wholeness network so it was kind of interesting but i think it was a great discussion and it hasn't been released before so if you want to see the video version make sure to go to the library and check it out there Thank you so much, and we hope that we have created a safe place for you to heal today. Have you found some healing and growth? We want to know that. How is everybody feeling? Are you feeling good? Feeling good out there? Great. Well, we, Michelle and I just feel so grateful for these three extraordinary people. Uh, they are the advisory board to the Wholeness Network. Dr. Louise is our psychologist and intuitive over all of the mind content. <laughs> Dr. Jeff, um, our medical doctor over all the body content, and, and Jeff Olson, our spiritual advisor over all the spirits. So we have, we have mind, body, and spirit between the three of them. I'm just and, a comedy relief most of the time. <laughs> most of the time I'm a comedy relief. <laughs> And so we are so thankful for them, and we rely so heavily on their guidance and input and um, feel so blessed to have them be a part of this. But I hope you feel the strength and the power of these people. They are some of the most magnificent people we know in our lives. So we just wanted to open the conversation about wholeness. I feel like it's a word that is coming into use more often now. Um, a lot of times people would, would replace it with the word wellness, but we see something different in wholeness. And so we just wanted to open this conversation and have them share what they feel wholeness is and what wholeness means to them. Wow. Wholeness. It's a loaded word in many ways, really. But to me, it's literally a remembrance. It's a remembrance that I'm already whole. It's, it's, it's embracing that part of me that is perfect, that is divine, that came into this world literally created in the image of God and of all that is divine. But the, the word to remember it, to literally remember, to put back together, to bring that back into my consciousness um, is wholeness for me. But to be whole or to be holy or to be... Um, at peace with myself and who I am. We sit around the table many times discussing wholeness, and it's something that I don't think we've ever used the same phrase twice as we <laughs> describe it, right? Um, it's something that we have decided that it's the next level for the human race is to accept wholeness the ability to accept all the good and all the bad, to move away from the judgment 
and move into the growth and experience that we can have as we embrace all of who we are. Uh, for me, a lot about <clears throat> being whole <clears throat> is having a different or new understanding of the word perfect. I find that a lot of people I counsel with have this notion of moving along this linear timeline with a cause and effect relationship, thinking if I do this, I'll get this, if I do this, I'll get this, and eventually I'll get to be perfect. And I try to help people understand that perfection is not so much the goal as the starting point. Your, your prerequisite for being here was being perfect, and you started out perfect. And if you connect with source, if you get your errand for this day, and you go and you do that thing, you've filled the measure of your creation in this day, and you are perfect. And I think what we need to do is own our present perfection, step into our present divinity, and just be. Just own that, just live that. I have a good friend who told me about an experience she had where uh, she was in a class, uh, she was given a rose, and uh, she was asked to look at it and understand it and maybe even communicate with it. And here's this rose that's been clipped off the bush and it's in the dying process. And she admired the profound beauty of this rose. And as she did so, and as she thought about it, uh, she felt the rose speak to her, if you will, and explain that you experience my beauty is the measure of my creation. I've done what I'm here to do. And so much of our life is living in that moment and accepting that in ourselves and just going forward and being who we are. So may I say, I hope it doesn't burst this beautiful bubble, what you're asking is hard. It, it probably isn't. It feels hard at the start until we start to understand what I mean. And then we realize, oh, I'm already enough. I'm already divine. I'm already loved. Now all I need to do is go help other people have that same realization. I think that's a great goal, and I, I certainly think in this room today, we have felt that. It's, this has been such a beautiful enclave of wholeness today. I'm a little worried about walking back out and seeing how I feel after that, and so I guess I'm pronouncing myself normal. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> because I think there are times when we don't feel that. When, and we, then we have to go back and remember ourselves again. Uh, in fact, when I woke up this morning, I didn't feel that. And that's okay. That's okay. It's, this is a a process and a journey, you're right, it's not linear, it's concurrent, which is a really fascinating concept in and of itself. I, this concept of wholeness, uh, whenever I think of the word whole, I go back to Jesus and all of his miracles, and almost every time he worked with someone who was in a state of distress or dis-ease, he said, 
that they were whole, not healed, but whole. Thy faith hath made thee whole. So to me, that means that all the component parts had come together into a beautiful circle, a, a, a beautiful stillness that incorporated all of those things together. And that, that's a goal. That's a definite goal. And I, I can say for me that there are a few things that I have done to try to keep that goal in the forefront and to keep moving towards feeling that wholeness that is so easy to move away from because of the experiences that we have in the world. So I'm really interested to hear what all of you have to say about things that, not, oh, that doesn't sound good, because we've talked about B. Just um, some constructs, how's that? Rather than doing, because I don't, I, I certainly don't want to give everybody a checklist. That just sounds downright awful. <laughs> um, but some constructs that we might consider. I mean, it's interesting, and I love what you said, too, because I've often thought of those whole words of, your faith has made you whole. I didn't do it. You know, I mean, here was a great master, which we call the light of the world, and he said, but you're the light of the world. You know, walk on the water, Peter. Why do you doubt? I mean, it's interesting for me, the, con the, the construct to me or, the, or the, the, the premise is that I'm the one that's empowered to do that, to heal within myself, to heal within my own consciousness, to bring forth my own manifestation of what is perfection for me no matter what that looks like. I mean, I, I, I have been, we, we were talking, I, I know that Michelle does a ton of research and found the most common Googled question was, why am I broken? I mean, can you imagine that in this society, the most common asked question on Google is, why am I broken? And yet, are we really you know, I've, I've had my body dismembered, I've had my emotions dismembered, and there's been times in my life I have been spiritually out of alignment. Um, and that was probably the most painful. You know, the, the body dismemberment is painful physically, and the emotional dismemberment is something that's fleeting. It's bad today, but we'll get better tomorrow. But to remember and put it back together that nothing's amiss, that everything's in divine order if I choose it to be, if I choose it to be, if I see it that way. I love the scientific conversation of how the observers in fusion dictated what the photons did and how they performed. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Godliness is in, the, in my hands, not in anyone else's. I will never find it outside of me. It will be found within me and by me for me, and that's the whole point. If your faith has made you whole, I didn't do it. That was a personal choice of consciousness. I think one of the things that's a real challenge and an impediment to not just being whole, but feeling whole, is we make it more complicated than it needs to be. We make it more difficult. Uh, we line up all these things we have to do. 
I remember one morning uh, seeking direction and asking, what should I do today? It's something that I ask often. And the answer came quickly, be kind. I thought, oh, really? You can do better than that. I mean, I was expecting some grand, you know, direction. <laughs> but here's the rub. That was the day I was putting all the kids in the car to go on a family, family vacation. <laughs> and they were making me crazy. Uh, I, I, was, I was ready to just blow my top a couple of times, but I, those words kept reverberating in my mind, be kind. And I'd kind of let it roll off my back and try to not pay attention to them too much. And at the end of the day, when I'm writing in my journal, I was struck by the notion of, what if I spent all this time and effort to give these children a wonderful memory, and the only thing they remembered was, dad lost his temper and yelled at us. And then I saw the power of those simple words. And, and, and it's, I think that's applicable to the other parts of our life, too. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be something grand and... and uh, outside of our realm of simplicity. Yeah. I think that often in our life, we're going along just fine, and then a situation comes up. It may be minor, it may be major, but it takes us out of that feeling of wholeness. Um, whether we go into our ego or pride or anger, or whatever it is we're feeling that is not truly who we are. And, and in those moments, sometimes it is hard to find our way back. I think there are a lot of simple things for me that I do to reinstate that wholeness, and nature is a big part of that. If I can hike up onto the mountain and sit for a minute, um, I can clear myself and come to my senses again. I can find myself again. And I think it's really important to realize those feelings of being broken are different than, as you've said, than really being broken, but all of life experience helps us grow, and all of it becomes valuable. Um, but when we have lost touch with ourselves, we can do simple daily things. Wholeness doesn't have to be extreme or hard or um, take a lot of time. It's just checking in, remembering, coming back to ourselves, letting go of what's taken us away from who we truly are, and finding that peace again. The definition of wholeness is forming. And we loved that word because that is an ongoing thing. And that's the thing that I think is difficult. There is no checklist because it is a constant renewal, redo, remember. There is no existing point because it's already within us. So there is no end. But there are times when we feel like we are not. And, and that is important, too, for contrast. And, and not just important, but uh, okay. Or okay, yes. Yeah. Um, we need to remember, we have to remind ourselves sometimes, this is a human experience. We're here to have a human experience. It's okay to be human. Mm -hmm. And uh, stop beating ourselves up so often. Yeah, yeah it's our judgment of yeah. it that makes it unwhole or unholy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we want to say, well, that was good and that was bad. Yeah. But what if it's all a gift? Yeah. You know, what if the most challenging things we go through are literally the gift that yeah. we've conjured up for ourselves to experience that will expand our soul in ways that nothing else ever would? I've found that my judgments of things 
And this goes clear back to my near-death or out-of-body experience. In the arms of God, as I'm looking at my life saying, ooh, that was bad, oh, that was a mistake, and what I was told is, that's your judgments of it, not mine. We love you. Everything's in divine order. You created that life that was perfect for your soul's expansion, and we honored it. That's how much we love you, but your judgments of it is what makes it good, bad, sick, wrong, you know. And so letting go of that judgment and thinking, wow, I'm really angry today, and yet bringing in gratitude. Isn't that cool that I could feel angry? Gosh, that guy cut me off, and wow, that came up. That's awesome. I'm going to honor the fact that I have the spectrum of emotions. I get to have it all. I can be angry. I can be resentful. I can be joyful. I can be loving. I can have both ends of the spectrum and honor it all as a gift instead of putting judgments on it about myself or about the people around me or about what the world's teaching me literally in love. Mm -hmm. I have a sense that one of the things that holds us back is fear of change. There's something really safe and wonderful and cozy about the crappy known. (laughs) (laughs) And embracing change, we are, I suspect everybody out there is living the unexpected life. And we could say that that's assault, an assault on our expectations, on everything that we hold dear. And we could, as Sam said, become bitter. But there's something so wonderful about putting yourself, your face into the stiff wind of change because suddenly it's no longer a stiff wind. If, and this is a big if for me, if I can let go of the outcome. You know, we hear all the time, let go of your expectations. What a bunch of baloney. (laughs) I expect the best of life and love to happen. That's a good thing, but let go of the outcome and let go of how that's going to happen. Then you will feel more whole. At least I do when I can let go of the outcome. Embrace change. It's, it can be a little scary, but it's also really exciting. Well, one thing that I know about when I'm in those places that are out of wholeness is that I find that I have people that can bring me back. And that's the most holy thing I've ever experienced. And that is our mission in the Wholeness Network, is to help you receive and then allow you an open space for you to give. So I hope that the things that you learned today that you will share and that we can expand wholeness and that we can bring the feelings that we've had in special moments today to every moment of everyone's day. And then that is world peace. So thank you so much for coming today. We appreciate you. And thank you to Robin and Michelle. Amazing. Yes, you guys stand up. Stand up and be recognized.
Feel empowered every day with wholeness videos, meditations, downloads, classes, and more by joining the Wholeness Library at thewholenessnetwork.com.